0: ladies and gentlemen welcome to the first ever episode of the top of the head podcast i am your host adam haynes i will be joined shortly by mr michael Marionick, the andy richter to my conan o'brien if you will So we probably should start with what the hell is this podcast? What is this? What is this going to be about? Well, this is going to be a podcast where two best friends that have known each other since they were 16, 17 years old, who are now 40, fast forward to present day, I'm about to turn 40 in July, Mike just turned 40 this past month, who are still friends, who are very close, um, are reflecting back on their childhood. Uh, when they were 16, 17 years old. At that time, Mike and I met through playing music together. That's how our friendship was uh, incubated. We played in a couple different bands, um, some some iterations of that, but um, I am a drummer by trade, have always been a drummer. I now play a little bit of keyboards, a little bit of guitar, a little bit of everything. And Mike is a uh, singer, an MC, a crazy person sometimes you'll find him with a conch shell on stage for no apparent reason sometimes you'll find him with a uh freshly sharpened knife carving pineapple to people uh sometimes you'll find him climbing a pole in the middle of the street for no reason so you can see this might miss might get a little crazy um but this podcast in its conceit is about mike and i getting together having a conversation about a certain topic and then writing a song about that topic. The reason for that, or where that comes from, is in the band that we were in called Confusion, which I'm gonna play for you right now. Here's a sample.
1: So many days in different ways that I could- to have, it's like a choose your own adventure, pick a page to grab your attention, co extension with just one life span. Communication isn't everyone, woman and man. Design a procreate, a plan, a bunch of take a man, circumnavigate the seas, and when we see land. Faith in 26 symbols lets us understand. Intuition grabs your hands, speaking of foreign lands. I mean, my presence speaks louder than the air organ. Spot on what's given out satisfies the man. One, two, three, speak your mind, speak, come on, let's jam. Consider it home, any input that connects into a microphone. We developed and thought we were at the apex. Formed the lives on a quest of best time. Reminisce, nothing more, nothing less. Place the emphasis, feel secure with the past. Say, hey, progress confidence. Trail the path that met a road. And if I follow it, my lead me to who I will become. Attention, go on to self discovery It feels just my like
0: So that was Kung Fusion. We were a band from 1999 to about 2005. We put on one record um, and that one record consisted of about eight original songs. We probably had 25 original songs that we never got around to recording, unfortunately. But those who came to the live shows in Milwaukee, Wisconsin back in the day, thank you very much. So in that band, one of the best things about our live show um, was that we did this whole section called Top of the Head, which you heard in the intro of this podcast. Top of the Head was was basically formed out of the fact that Mike at the time, our lead singer, our MC, was going to engineering school and did not have time to write lyrics all the time. But the rest of us, the rest of the band, wanted to work on these new songs all the time. So in hip-hop culture or in in rap music in general, there's a lot of battle MC, um Freestyling is is part of the culture, and we wanted to kind of integrate that into our live show as well. So we had the idea, hey, we have this this riff we're working on or this this section of this song. Why not loop it, let it be kind of freeform, and let Mike freestyle? But on top of that, why don't we take topics from the audience, and that's what Mike will freestyle about. So as people came into our live shows, there would usually be a whole... A stack of huge pieces of cardboard and a sharpie, and people would write a topic on that piece of cardboard. It could be someone would write "I hate traffic." It could be "My mom just died." It could be "Cantaloupe makes me laugh." Who knows what it was? It, it could. It was. It was the most random. You you never knew what you're gonna get. Mike would never see them, and when we got to that point in the show, the people would hold that card up we would hold it up and Mike would uh, freestyle about that topic. And honestly, it was probably the most raw energy, the most fun times playing music in a band I ever experienced. So now Mike and I, as I said, are now 40 years old. We have families. I have uh, a daughter. We live in Southern California now. Um, Even though the band that we were in together and where we met was Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Mike now has two kids is married and he lives in Germany. But Mike and I are still very close. Um, So, we wanted to take that old idea of top of the head and move that into the medium of podcasting so that we can continue to make new music together um, and explore creativity that way, but use top of the head as a framework. So, what this essentially is going to be is a podcast like that original idea, where we take a topic, we have a conversation about that topic. It might be half an hour, might be an hour long. And then at the end of that podcast, Mike and I go away and we write a new song about that conversation. We listen back to it. We take it all in. We put all our creative energy into that new song. And then at the end of that podcast, you hear what we made. So we hope you guys like it. Um, This is what it's going to be. We hope many more to come, but this is the first one. So I invite you on this journey with us. Um, Now I'm going to invite Mr. Michael Michael. Mr. Michael Marionick. Mr. Adam Haynes, that's me. That's me. Welcome to our uh, first ever top of the head podcast. Are you excited?
2: I'm super excited. We've been talking about making podcasts for only two years and, you know, trying it while we were moving in a car and doing other stuff, but this feels right and I'm excited to kind of commit to it and just see where it goes.
0: Yeah, so everybody heard um, right off the top there that the whole premise of, of the podcast. So we're going to actually just dive right in. So the first topic that we're going to discuss today is going to be clutter, which is very near and dear to Mr. Michael Marionick's heart uh, there in Germany. Am I right? That's that's absolutely correct. What does
2: clutter mean to you, Mr. Michael Marionick? Yeah, well, just to bring it back to our old history um, of clutter, you know, I was an only child and there always seemed to be an abundance of toys and used things and hand-me-downs and things I would find that, you know, because there wasn't other siblings, I could seem to make like a little mini museum in my life. And that kind of always was with the band. I remember... I was in college when we had confusion, kind of the prime early 2000s, and I had a space that was above an old warehouse. It was 2,500 square meters and anything that I found that I thought remotely could be an art installation piece. For example, we were playing a show and in the parking garage, we found like a a plexiglass windshield from some type of plow and I thought, hey, this could be really cool <laughs> for confusion. <laughs> and then that stuff got stored. So just it's like clutter to me is is just hoarding it's 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 feeling security of that the find and just collecting it. But but lately it's just like it's overwhelming and it's just I can't breathe, you know. So that's why I thought, you know, we should talk about this because it's been it's been kind of something that i i really wanted to take care of and coincidentally while i was traveling to new york on work i met at my cousin's house and i found a book that was in their laundry room and it was from marie kondo the the life-changing magic of tidying up and i read that i had no context i'd never heard of marie kondo and i know in the meantime it's gotten really really popular there's a netflix series in america and luckily when i'm in germany it's kind of like i live in this special world that's always adjacent to the pop culture. And I I just, it, it really struck a nerve to me and I'm kind of like in the middle of all of it. And I just thought this is a great topic because it's, it's totally consuming my life and I'm trying to free myself from that ancient history of clutter.
0: Yeah. I mean, you described it perfectly. There's always been, that's kind of been such a part of you just like breathing though. Like there's, there's always been clutter, in your life and in your circle around you. And it's, I think with a lot of things though, it's hard to separate. Okay. The craziness of that is also kind of what made you, you, because we always knew that, you know, what kind of crazy thing was Mike going to (laughs) do, whether it was at a show or anywhere we were. And that's, I kind of mentioned that in the, in the intro there, we never knew if you were going to climb a pole outside of the show before the show or, saran wrap a chair to the pole for someone to sit in while you rap to them on stage I mean it, there was a lot of craziness but in that there's also a lot of beauty sometimes because it, it created you know some uh, a third level to you you know what I mean so it's almost like you have to it's almost like harnessing that like where where do we draw the line between stuff that's like bringing us down um, whether it's you know, outside elements or whatever, and how do we kind of separate that with what's actually healthy, you know? Yeah, no, that's that's totally fair. Like,
2: there's no... Okay, check this out. I just, I picked up the book again. You know, this is, yeah, the Marie Kondo, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. And the first page I opened to, 19, it just says, the moment you start, you reset your life. And that's... What I really appreciate her is, you know, she's very japanese and very minimalistic and almost type like um philosophical about cleaning you know like in this book but what really makes sense to me about the whole thing is you can declutter your life and you don't have to lose what you are you don't have to live in like a bland type of environment where everything is white and the surface is always clean you know it's just about confronting who you really are and why you have those things. And sometimes those things, they just, they don't, they don't make sense anymore, you know? And so I do, I, I do appreciate like hearing that from you about, you know, what was good with me? Like, Oh, we're playing a show. Let's go to, we always went to the goodwill before this show and like, Oh, there's a neoprene suit, like a, um, a, like a, a, suit. a diving yeah. suit. That would be a great thing to wear on stage. <laughs> tonight. <laughs> You know th- those things are fun, but then they serve its purpose, and then you move on, get rid of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. And and that's what that's where I want to get because the the real th- deal here is like my life right now. You know, being an expat in Germany and having a family here, and still having my business in America, where I'm always traveling. It's and my business is always to adapt, bringing new camera equipment, think about how we're going to do a job specifically. It's not like There's just a backpack, oh, I'm gonna get on a train and go to a plane and then do my thing. It takes so much energy for me on a daily basis to find the right SD card that was from the last project or a hard drive or just all this stuff. And especially with kids and stuff, you know, like saving clothes and winter boots and stuff like that. And it just seems like it takes so much capacity for me where I would love to just be able to be creative that that's kind of, that's the reason that I'm trying to deal with this all Mm -hmm. now. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think a lot of stuff that we get obsessed with are the things that we don't think are really achievable, you know, like in the short term, but it's like a, it's a, it's an overarching goal. You know what I mean? Like for you to pick up that book and it's like an alcoholic stumbling into A recovery center, basically, like it's like, oh, oh, shit, I should probably do this. You know what I mean? So it's not like all of a sudden you're going to read that book and Mike walks back to his house and gets rid of five thousand things. But it, it's just funny that those are the things that we're drawn to. You know? Yeah. Right? Yeah. No. 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 You're you're exact. You're exactly right. And it's
2: funny because I don't know exactly when I found this book, but it's probably like a year and a half ago (laughs) where I. Yeah. And I only seem to get through, like, the second step. Like, she basically says, you know, you have to declutter your 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 life, and you start with the biggest thing, which is clothes. And then the second thing is books, and then you go on from there, mm-hmm. and it's just a of parts. But I only seem to really get to <laughs> through the clothes and kind of dance around and, and talk about it and manifest about how excited I am. I can see where I'm going to go, right. but but I haven't taken that time to do it. And and one of the things she says, a short time to actually declare your life takes about six months. But what I wanted to get to the point was, is Adam, my business partner, Adam Goss, he's actually, you know, from all my talking about doing it, you know, he actually did it and he's gotten way farther than I have in the meantime, but I still feel really positive about it. And, you know, I'm also, I do want to give myself some credit that I'm constantly traveling and there's lots of commotion in my life that I didn't have some free weekends to like do it all in one go. And that's what she says. Don't do a little bit every time because basically to hit the reset button, you want it to be a drastic change because everything in life has two things, choosing what is this? Do I want it or do I want to get rid of it? And then where does it go? And if you do it drastically, that's where you have a chance to kind of like live a new lifestyle or what you're trying to get at and not let it slowly creep back into your normal kind of repetition. Right.
0: Right. This is where I think I need to serve my my typical purpose with you and say, Mike, you're good enough. You're smart enough and God damn it, people like you. (laughs)
2: People like you. But no, it's it's funny. That's really why we're doing
0: this podcast, I think. (laughs) Just so that I can feel good. No, that is (laughs) that is a uh that is a odd outcome of this podcast though, is that I think it's going to force us to talk about some stuff that maybe we, we don't want to admit, but it but we'll have a good good outcome after we do talk about it, you know. I I have, there's nothing wrong with that. I think the things that we end up discussing just like when we would play the confusion show and some random audience audience member would hold up a sign of something for you to rap about there's no way that the stuff you were talking about on stage was, was surface level. You were going deep every time. And there, and that I think is what's missing from your life now, because that was a yeah. real source of catharsis for both of us, whether it was just being creative on stage and having something to walk away from like, wow, we put, we put that, all that energy out. And like we would come off the shows exhausted, you know, like where we just like felt like we were in a therapy session. Right.
2: No that's absolutely right Adam about being in those moments. I think that if I reflect back right now I think the reason that confusion that our band was such a joy for me is because it was a really a way to lock in and almost do this kind of dynamic meditation and be completely 100% into, you know, and adapt to the external things that are coming in, the beat that the band's playing the ideas that are coming up there, meeting someone for the first time and pulling them up on stage and just kind of collaborating. It was always like, it it felt good not to be like, oh, we wrote these songs and now we're going to play them for you and you're going to become our fans. It was like, oh, we're just interested people. We're so grateful that we can actually be here to play and we want to make some connections with people so that it means something to us. And this isn't just like some kind of facade going through songs you know and that's that's kind of rare i think in a band that it was some a great mission a a great mix of you know this collaboration and jamming and it it also kind of empowered some people in a small town that might not have had that opportunity and i think it really felt like a community type of activity
0: yeah absolutely um i think no you hit the nail on the head right there um there was one going back to the book, um, there was one sentence in there that I know really stuck out for you that had to do with um, things sparking joy in your life and I think that that has direct relationship to exactly what we're talking about with the band too and with this podcast <clears throat> can you can you quote that there's something you read it to me offline um, the yeah, sport hold that, hold basically and just tell me like the premise of it.
2: here. Hold on. I just, I, um, oh yeah. Like I just, I just wrote some notes when I knew that we were going to have this podcast. And so basically that, you know, tidying is a dialogue with yourself. It's not just a mindless thing, you know, It's it's like something that you you shouldn't just have music playing or if it is, it's like atmospheric and kind of ambient, but you're basically, you need a quiet place so that you can actually concentrate and reflect and confront all these things that you've kind of accumulated throughout your life and that's that's her main question is like she she can't go around and tidy up for you no one can tidy up for you she's saying out of all the home economic things that you learn how to cook or how to you know do other things in the house with practice you get better but with tidying you know, it you don't really get better, it's easy to fall back into remission. So the main thing she said, you need to have the hard contrast and you need to look at every object, whether it's underwear, socks, an old t-shirt, books, vinyl, something that you made in the first grade, you need to look at it and say, does this spark joy right now at this moment? And if the answer is no, get rid of it. Then that's where you, you're supposed to get rid of it. And that's and and if it and then at that moment when you say oh I'm gonna discard it you're gonna say hey I like this one I made in the first grade I gave it to my mom as a Mother's Day present but I don't need it anymore and it's it's and now I'm going giving it back and you kind of you would you you give it some respect of the the energy that you put into it or why it was along with you on the journey and then you put it back out there just kind of
0: like good karma sensibility yeah 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 I get. Speaking of that, I get so addicted to doing that exact thing, whether or not not I know I'm doing it, because my my favorite thing to do in (laughs) in my 10-year-old daughter's room when she's gone is sometimes I'll... Hopefully she'll never listen to this, but of course she will. Sometimes I'll find stuff just laying on the floor and I'll play a game. Like I'll take it off the floor or wherever she left it and I'll just put it in our room somewhere and hide it. And if she hasn't noticed it's gone within three days, I throw it in the garbage <laughs> because it's just like, and she never knows. But I do the same thing for myself. Like, But <clears throat> in the in that being said, though, she loves doing it too. Like she'll come downstairs sometimes to to my wife and I, and like, she has like a bag full of clothes. Like I was like, what is that? She's like, no, we're just going to take it to goodwill. I don't need these anymore. So she, at the same time, she has a really good mindset of it because we've tried to like instill it in her as well. Um, but I love doing that. It's a, it's almost addictive for me, like finding something and like get rid, whether it's tossing it or taking it to goodwill for, to let it have another life, you know, like, the the other thing we do on a yearly basis, my wife Roberta goes to Fiji every year. It's part; of, she's a teacher. It's part of her job to go to Fiji for a month. Um, but one of the things she brings with her, and actually all the parents from the school bring to Fiji, is bags full of clothes for those people. So every every year she goes there, she says she comes back and she'll like be looking down the street, and there's some um, native Fijian guy wearing my husband's dress shirt, like on a 90 degree day or something. And she just like chuckles, you know? So it, it, that's, yeah. that's the exact, what you're talking about, seeing something give new life or it has a new, and as it has new history somewhere else.
2: Yeah, no, that's, I, that's, that's what I want to get to, or that's what I see in my lifestyle. I see coming to work, you know, not having to go through all this stuff and just having like the right amount of things that I know that I have, if I can have mental capacity for that, I want it because it means something to me. I don't want to have an excess of that because that just weights me down. And then I'm like looking for stuff. And then by the time I finally find it, I don't need to use it anymore. And I think it's, we're all just stewards here of time and energy and matter. And it's cool to not you know my mom recently passed away and there's a lot of extra stuff that you go through and i think that's another motivation she passed away in november 2018 and you know, i think my dad's doing a wonderful job of just you know he's still living in the house and going through some of those things mm-hmm. and passing them on to friends or giving them to um, purple heart or you know goodwill but I think I don't, I just don't want to put that kind of responsibility onto other people. I'd rather try to pack light, even though I'm the person who's always like breaking my back with carrying extra things for those possibilities. I still just want to reduce that so that I can just not be weighed down. Yeah. I I like that. Yeah. We just, we need to be, I think, and, and that's the main thing. Don't just look, Oh, I can get this for free. Like, I really think like, whether you're getting an ice cream cup in plastic or whether you could spend five more minutes and eat there and not have to get a take it to go box, you know, like it try not to take on anything that's unnecessary or wasteful. Mm -hmm. And whether it's, you know, a company t-shirt or some, you know, a dumb backpack that you're never going to (laughs) use, send the message right away. Like, no, I don't want to take this even to throw it
0: away five minutes later. Yeah. Well, I think one of the key things you touched on there, though, is when you're talking about your parents and your mom passing away. You are everyone is a product of their surroundings, for sure. And you were you were brought up in a household where, when I went back for your mom's funeral in November, you walk into the house that Mike grew up in, and it's exactly the same as it was when we were 15, 16 years old. You know, as as far as things being kept in the house. So while a lot of that I think is ingrained in you because of the way you were raised, you know, things from 1975 that are still in your basement or whatever, um, you are also very self-aware, you know, so you have that advantage. A lot of people grow up in a surrounding like that and they have, that's just second nature. They don't even know how to analyze it. So you've always had this good balance of, yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that and everybody has their shit, but you are also able to be very self-aware, um, to be able to address it. I think that's, you know, what's the, it's like the, the old GI Joe quote, knowing is half the battle, Mikey.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that's weird. I mean, there's one thing I remember, I don't know if I was nine or 10 and I bought this huge like candle holder that was like an iron triangle and it held six big kind of like tea, uh, one of those big, like, you know, glass jar candles on each one. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's so huge. And I thought, man, what? <clears throat> I knew my mom liked candles and stuff, but what was I thinking then to give this thing as a present? And like, then it stayed there. And I, it's, it's funny when I look back at the pictures, when I was going through those pictures to make kind of like the slideshow of my mom's life, you know, I loved when we first moved into that house, how minimal it was. There was like a small coffee table with a stereo system. And, right. and it was just like, wow. I want to go back in time and just get the house to that kind of
0: mm-hmm.
2: form and that that was just kind of a real like eye-opening experience to me like I can't just any capacity that I have in between work and in between doing family events like I want to start doing this now before it's too late because it only gets harder as the older you get and the more accustomed to you get of, you know, the way you're working your life. So that's why you know, I'm I had my 40th birthday on May 13th and it's like I'm right in the middle statistically of my life right and it feels really good and I feel like okay now it's time to unhatch that trailer (laughs) in the back and 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 that's why that's exactly why I think we're bringing doing this podcast you know like we've been far away maybe we see each other once a year when I'm traveling and then I can stay there for a weekend and we do some music right. But I really love the feeling of a podcast being a kind of a statement, a manifesto to having a conversation and like being creative again. And I think this is really a great format that we're going to talk about this topic and reflect on it like how we used to, you know, being in the band, making a song. And now we're just talking about a theme that's kind of in our minds at that time. And then we, we make a one minute song. Like that's totally, there's no excuse why we couldn't squeeze in time to do it.
0: Right. Right. <clears throat> yeah. And then and the the songs we make after this might be a minute. There might be three minutes. Who knows? We're going to let it be what it is yeah. for sure. But I think all of this stuff that we're talking about is very top of mind for everyone too. Not just, we're talking about the physical um, aspect of this a lot, but there's also, the mental aspect too. I mean, we we live in a world where, you know, social media is, you know, it is what it is. But be, that's that's the other element of this. It's not just letting go of things that are physical, but mental as well, as far as what takes up time. There's a big part of that for me. One of the things I just started doing is on Mondays, I'll delete Instagram and Facebook from my phone, and then I'll reinstall it on Friday just to kind of keep me in... <clears throat> it's a mental thing where it's just like, okay, it's shut off. I'm not going to look at it. And then Friday night, if I want to check in or whatever, get it done. And you it, go it, through that, you'll, it, you'll jump through those hoops. <clears throat> I'll jump through the hoops to like delete it. Cause every time I know I'm going to have to, Oh shit, what's my password again? I got to log back in to reinstall it. You know? And it's such, <laughs> it's a, such a stupid mental game. If you think about it, but that's where we're at, you know what I mean? And it helps yeah. me just kind of feel like I'm in control of it where it's not, second nature to every, every piece of downtime. You're looking at a screen. You know what I mean? I mean, we used to, I mean, everybody's talking about this now, but we, you know, when we were kids, we would go disappear on a Saturday for the entire day and get dirty or get into whatever and come back at dinner time, and you had an entire day of exploring, you know what I mean? And, and yeah, there's mental exploring when people are, when kids are on social media, that's fine. But it's just it's not to sound like the the dad that's yeah, telling, telling the kids it's, it's, to get off my lawn, but <laughs> it's different, you know. Yeah, no,
2: I think the same thing. Tidying up or decluttering your life is a is also kind of making a statement. I'm going to not be passive right now. I'm going to be active and, um, like here, I'm just I want to. Sh- right now, when I look behind me in this room, I see this old. Um, like a MIDI keyboard, you know, and it's broken. I I I borrowed it from Ryan who composed all the music for Spirit of Space. And I look back at that and the same thing with clutter or like a some kind of app, you know, it's almost like the act of consuming is a is just kind of a passive way of saying I'm being active, whether you're you're shopping online it's just like let's start just using what we have, and then creating great things out of it before right. we just get right. into that quick fix kind yeah. of mentality. And so I, I heard
0: think, a I heard a quote yeah. that's similar to that. I can't remember the exact quote, but it was about books. When people buy books, it's like, um, and then you look at a bookshelf, and if you think about your bookshelf at home it's almost like a a shrine to time that you think you'll have someday to read those books. Like you come in, look at all these books that make me smarter. You know what I mean? Like I can't tell you how many books that are sitting in in my house right now where it's like, it's the idea that you're like trading that purchase for time that you think you'll have later to to digest that book. I mean, obviously some, a lot of people read, don't get me wrong. I do too, but um, it, that I think that concept can be applied to everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. I, I, I
2: think twice now before, before going through that, you know, number one, I, I like, I love listening to audio, audio books because it's, it, you can pick up and pick on from them, but sometimes you really just want it as a reference and to be able, it's very difficult to like fly into a four hour audio or a 12 hour audio book and find that spot, even though you, they have bookmarks and all that. Right. It's great to pick up a book and randomly find those pages. But I think going through this you know that's the bottom line the spark joy um you know people in japan they don't have a lot of space there's a huge population a small island they have to to, to declutter their lives and like minimalist other to just to survive you know that's based off tahimi mats tatimi or i don't know exactly how to say it do you know how the, the mats like where you lay down and sleep and basically instead of like square feet or square meters they base rooms off okay yeah so it's a it's a much more personal i um, kind of understanding of space you know so i think in our society where there's you know our whole country was based on a huge wild west to go out there and find this land and everyone's got a fence and you could have a lot of space then you have a lot of space to store stuff and she said just break it down all the stuff that you're not using, think of it as like you're paying for your house to store it. And that stuff is like, you need to ask like, do I want to pay this money for that? No way, probably, yeah. <laughs> then you get rid of a lot more stuff. Right. And I think it's just making more, more conscious of how I'm gonna go live the next 40 years of my life and, and what kind of example I want for my kids. I'm, I, Milan blows my mind every day, you know, like he cleans his room, like what you were telling me about Kenny coming down with those clothes, like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> they're like miles ahead of where I'm at right now. So sure. I just kind of want it, to shape it up. And I think that, yeah, just doing this podcast is almost a mental way of decluttering my life by making sure that the space that I'm occupying
0: here gets filled up with doing something creative and concrete. Yeah, for sure. And I think, um, <clears throat> just to kind of steer this train, I think we're t- starting to wrap this up. Um, you know, we keep talking about, sparking joy in our lives with this, you know, asking, does this thing spark joy? Um, this podcast obviously does you and I making music does. And that was one of the things that we've always kind of dabbled in. You and I have made music over the years, even since the band broke up in 2005, we've done different projects, but I think that's one of the things that we have to have in our life. I mean, every time I make music with you, whether it's for, A couple hours or an entire day, I come away from it feeling better, you know, and feeling like, okay, this, this means something more than just sitting around, um, twiddling my thumbs. So what book are you, what's that? I was flipping through a book.
2: (laughs) I, I, I don't, are you are you recording your screen right now from your computer? No. Uh. Uh. You okay? Well, I'm. I'm doing it just to. Maybe in the future we'll we'll record more of like the podcast. But like right now, I am actually looking at like something from the '90s of a mold of my teeth when I had braces because we save that at our house and some when I'm sleeping I grind at night so I had like a little brace to wear and I brought these things and even though it's I had that since like November I still have these teeth sitting here like and like what So basically right now Adam I was just thinking should we just do like a little mini freestyle before we you know plug in the song that we created at the end should we do something right now or...
0: Uh yeah sure we can do that
2: now that I found this open plaster mouth, that, that just made me think of that we should do something right now instead of just keep talking. Well, hey, Adam, you know, you were speaking about sparking joy. And one thing that always sparks joy with me is like we just kind of were deep into thought and talking about a topic, like just to break away and do a freestyle, just because that's part of the process of getting to the next part where we're going to feature the song that we've been working on about this theme so Maybe I'm just going to start dreaming into the mic with my mind, not knowing, going where I like. But everything is likable when I clutter around. The hoarder gets down, now it's sharing its sound, and it's time to renovate. Microphone, take a mental state, but you're too fat with all the luggage that you're carrying around. Extra weight, cut it off the shelf. You need to do this for your sense of good health and anything. You can compromise your wealth, because what you got is all you want to make. Inside, let it just ride. Don't look around, hide behind all the clutter in your life. It's like survival. Survive. it's time to let go work with the new flow and everything we got we got improvements to show so how you wanna glow later on with the skin it's time to win battle me
0: clutter is the original sin <laughs> nice <laughs> that felt good i got goosebumps <coughs> little tiny freckly goosebumps
2: <laughs> no but that that's yeah that's that's why we're doing this podcast i mean mm-hmm. that let's this is really cool just to, to get together and, and to get back to writing and to let it just go naturally. Let it flow. That was great.
0: <clears throat> so let's, let's wrap this thing up. Let's go make a song. What do you think?
2: Yeah. All the right. Next. Yeah. The next thing that you
0: guys will hear will be what we've worked on through the month of May. Yep. So we're gonna we're gonna shut these mics off. Um we're gonna listen back to our conversation and we're kinda gonna pull out, you know, things that we thought were of mention and we're gonna get creative. We're gonna go write a song. So thank you guys for joining us for the first Top of the Head podcast. Um and we look forward if to you the got next Topics
2: one. Drop got it. Topics. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: got topics? <clears throat> All right, let's do this. It was good talking yeah, you know, to you, Mike. Let's go. All Get right, to love you. work. Bye. Bye, love you too.
1: Okay, the fun's over now. It's all good and fun and games until someone throws a piece of paper mache on the turntable. Stop me from wasting your time. With less than 45 seconds to discover the meaning Learning how to do without chaos A clutter I'm seeing both lazy and forgetful With too many things exhausted, endless searching Need to tidy up, not clean To find out what we really need Wish well, throw out what you don't Things you own in life are real Face them now or you won't Confidence will be restored in each decision we make Never going back into remission Our mind is at stake Ignoring anyone's suggestion Covering up the real question Does it spark joy in your life? Starts when we confront each possession
0: Hold up, hold up, hold
1: up Stop me from
0: wasting your time